The governor of East Sepik in Papua New Guinea, Alan Bird, says policing has to be more effective if the country is going to overcome the growing use of deadly wire catapult or catapults. These easily made weapons fire barbed spears that cause grievous injuries and death. Mr Bird noted dozens of injuries and deaths in his province alone. He spoke with Don Wiseman and began by saying violence is common across all of PNG, but this weapon has made things worse. In the past, we would resolve differently, I guess by talking, and if that didn't work, people would resort to fisticuffs. Well, the younger generation these days is no longer doing that. They, if they have a disagreement, uh, usually over something that is very trivial, they would respond with violence, and usually violence with weapons. And the latest uh, weapon of choice is this bolt that's fired from a catapult. Clearly very, very vicious weapons, aren't they? You want to do something about it? Well, first of all, we've got to, we've got to make policing more, more effective. These are weapons that are designed to maim or kill. They're not harmless weapons. I mean, these things are more lethal than a bullet. So obviously, in, you know, we banned guns in Papua New Guinea, and we've banned them for over 30 years. So these things, uh, you know, they're easily made in, in someone's backyard. So we're looking at the law right now to, to tighten that up. So that's the first thing. For instance, carry homemade gun or a gun, and if, if police officer shoots you, then um, the court can let you off because you are using a dangerous weapon uh, with intent to harm or kill. Uh, I think we've got to treat this, this particular weapon the same as a gun. So these are the sorts of things we want to do. Tighten up on policing, amend the law if we have to, and make it an offence if you're carrying or making one of these things. So these are the sorts of things we're looking at. At the same time, we've got the community and the community initiatives have been nothing short of, you know, they're very praiseworthy and, and very effective. The local leaders are now moving around the community and asking all the young people to surrender these weapons. And many of these young people are juvenile, the vast majority of them. They're all under under 18. And this community call, how effective has it been? Uh, so far, I think about five communities in Weewek Town have surrendered their weapons. And, you know, we're looking at more long-term ways of, you know, figuring out how to... And, and I think that's the important thing. If the community uh, disgusted by the use of these weapons and takes action, which is what we're seeing, then uh, it'd be much more effective, you know, when combined with stronger law enforcement and tougher law and penalty. Does that mean you want to see a lot more police in your province? I think we want to see a lot more police across the whole country, not just in the province. Well, given all the other constraints on PNG, is that likely to happen in the near future? I've said to many people at home, if we need to you know, cut back on, on funding for other priorities and, and direct that funding to law and order, then that's what we've got to do. I mean, if you're going to the hospital to seek medical treatment, you could face some criminal elements on your way to the hospital. We had children on the way to school, you know, couple of weeks back, a child got beheaded on the way to school, so it's not even fair to go to school anymore. And then these are crimes that are premeditated or they're not crimes that are designed to steal things from people or anything like that. They're just opportunistic crimes that don't make any sense. So we've got to handle crime before you can do anything else, really. So if that means a rethink on our part about how we're prioritizing which sector of the, of society to sort of intervene in, I think law and order just push themselves right to the front of the queue.